Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Red Jacks on podcast with me, Charlie. Me, Rick. Me, Fraser. And me, Sirhan. Oh, yeah. And I'm guessing as you guys listening at home will probably have already clicked on the episode, you'll know what this one is about, but the guys don't just yet. And we had some some ifs and buts of if we were actually going to manage to do it, because there's a lot more to tell than I realised. So here we go. Guys, today we are talking about Toy Story. (gasps) Now, when I tell you, I started obviously with Toy Story 1. And I didn't realise how much it took to get Toy Story 1 off the ground to begin with. So without going into this incredible journey that these animators and whatever went on, I will just give you this little, little bit, okay? I hear a buzzing. It's it's slowed down, it's gone quiet, but it's still kind of there. There it is, it's gone. Oh, yeah, that's gone. That's gone. It's your house haunted, Sir Han. <laughs> Scotland is not tech friendly, apparently. You can see he's so done. <laughs> he's so done with these tech issues. Mate, I'm, I'm, I'm... <laughs> every week there's a new challenge with this podcast to me. It's how oh, the internet. Oh, no, now it's the microphone. Now it's the headphones. Now it's the USB jack. I'm like, God damn it. I want to hear about. I was going to say Toys R Us. I want to hear about Toy Story. <laughs> And we want to hear what you have to say about it. And that's, you know, make, we've got to make sure you're coming through nice and really? clear. Part of this, but technology says no. Oh, <laughs> what man, we, what we heard then was all broken up as well. It was quite ironic. Oh, I dear. mean, maybe try it off your phone, babe. Try it off your phone. Because it normally yeah. works fine with the phone, right? My whole Sorry, existence listeners. on this podcast is the goddamn phone. All right, fine. <laughs> Where do I carry on from? Um, and we're back. Um... So let's Toy Story. Toy Story, guys. Woo! Toy Story. Woo! Okay, so here's a little something. Before Toy Story, John Lasseter, future director of Toy Story 1 and 2, worked as a director and chief creative officer with a company called Pixar to create a few animated shorts. But before it was called Pixar, and before Disney showed interest in 1989, Pixar was called Graphics Group and was owned by George Lucas, producer of Star Wars. Oh, absolutely insane. Now, a lot of stuff happened, but in the in the retrospect of things, it eventually got bought out. So do you know who the executive producer is of Toy Story 1 because of the funding that was put into Pixar? No, no. Who is Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs of Apple owned, basically owned Pixar. He was the main source of income. He nearly dropped it several times because mm-hmm. he was like this thing isn't making money they were actually selling the computers that they were animating on and the like john lasseter and a load of other animators were using the computers to animate stuff because they wanted to like animate and it was just like this steve jobs was funding them yeah so he's actually credited in toy story as the executive producer so that's your first little like toe in the water but there is more to come so wow we're going to be earning points guys get let me get my pen out <laughs> nice Right, uh, maybe I'll get a clean sheet of paper and pop it over here. So this is for your first point, guys. Who is going to storm in the lead? What is Luxo Jr.? Luxo Jr.? Is the little lamp. Correct. 
One yeah. point for Sirhan. Huh. Yeah, boy. Nice. So Luxo Jr. in 1986 was Pixar's first short film about two desk lamps, a father and son playing with a ball. Had a two-minute runtime. Took four months to complete uh, in time for the 1986 SIGGRAPH, the S-I-G-G-R-A-P-H, which is like a computer graphics uh, conference attended by thousands of professionals across the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Edward Catmull and Lasseter, two massive like heroes in this story. Again, I might do a whole one on Pixar, guys, because it was fucking awesome reading about it. Um, they worked nonstop on it and even slept in the office just so they could go to sleep, wake up and just crack on again. And yeah, before the film even finished, bearing in mind, this is um, like an animation thing where like 10 minute, 20 minute shorts were being played. This thing was two minutes. And before it even finished, they got a standing ovation because it blew everyone's fucking minds because <laughs> no one is actually wow. like yeah. it. It was the it's considered the biggest turning point of animation history. Mm-hmm. because it, it was the first time CGI movies were like actually considered animation and could actually tell a story. So there's your... Was... Go on. Sorry, did you say this was 1986 when they premiered this two-minute short? 1986 was when Luxo crazy. Jr. first. I bet that I was actually even so born. difficult. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Um, then they went on to make uh, Tin Toy in 1988, uh, which was the little Tin Man getting chased by that fucking terrifying baby. I don't know if you ever saw I can't it. I remember that one. No, I don't remember that. That was the first idea of toys that they had. And there's one moment where he runs under a bed and there's a load of toys shaking because they're all scared of this baby. I and think that so. essentially yeah. is what got Disney to go, hey, do you guys want to make a feature film? Skip a few years. 1995 Toy Story drops. Now, yeah. I know. Is that how many story. years that it took to add, fully animate Toy Story? Or. Um, I believe they started in 1989, um, like drawing up concepts and stuff. Yeah. And then it took, I think, over a year and a half to animate the entire thing. Okay. Um, but it, it's it's all estimated because there wasn't like hard documentation of when they started and stuff. But it took a lot of effort. Yeah. And so wait. Okay. I'm, try- oh. I'm trying to think because if it took four months for them to make a two minute short, then they must have had a lot more manpower to do like an entire hour and a half film in well, a year. Disney has nothing short of manpower and money. So even back then, um, so they definitely put in what they could to get it to get it off the ground. So here is a nice little tidbit for you. So it was directed by John Lasseter um, and it was written by Alex Sokolow, Joel Cohen, Andrew Stanton, and its main writer was Joss Whedon. Oh, yeah. it was Dang. one of his. It was one of his first and biggest projects, and it literally skyrocketed. It was such a success; it got awards, absolutely loads of awards for for writing and stuff. So, like, just definitely would have escalated his career. Um, executively produced by Steve Jobs and Edwin Catmull, who was the other guy who was working tirelessly on the uh, the two minute Luxo Junior. Music by Randy Newman. And we're going to play a game here, guys, where every time we talk about a different Toy Story film, you have to guess how much it made. So the budget was 30 million in 1995. How much do you think they got back from it? Uh, the closest guess gets a point. 120 million. You're saying 120? 260. 260. 180. 
180. Well, with a 30 million budget, um, their box office return was 394.4 million. So Ray, uh, Rikesh gets the point with 260, wow. which is the one. Fucking um, Jesus. GG claps, Rick. GG claps. Well, yeah, 1995. Good grief. That is like an unlimited massive, amount of money. Massive return. Um, yeah, like a 10 times return. 100% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It was also selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. For animation 100%. at the time, wow. nothing, not in not in games, not in cinema, nothing was coming out as smooth as that. Very nothing, yeah. yeah. And, and it still, still kind of holds up. Yeah. yeah. It's still, it's still yeah. believable for what it is. I think there's a, that, that texture layer that's kind of missing from like from modern CGI it gives you that. The 4K. We're just going to assume you said something along those lines <laughs> before you cut out. <laughs> Oh, he's 4K, 60 FPS. <laughs> oh, poor Sirhan. I feel so bad oh. for him. You oh, cut no, out. Am I back? You're back now, mate. Yeah. Did you hear us when you're cut out, or is it just like you're stuck in limbo? He's stuck in limbo again. Oh. Oh, there you go. Oh. Hey, I'll tell you what, I'll direct to you guys first, and Sirhan can answer last. Um, this isn't for points, but. You know, what's your what's your like fondest and you know most key memories when Toy Story kind of entered your life? M- Toy Story one. Key memories. Key, key memories. I, I have a I have a story about this. Mm. Go for it. Fire away. So, Toy Story one was the first film that they ever took me to see in the cinema. Um. So this was Good this was the film. first film, my first proper film in the cinema. And this is my memory of it. Apart from watching it and loving it and enjoying it, even though I think I have got more memories watching it at home because I had it on VHS, mm. I think there was a couple behind me or a few rows back making <laughs> out and being a bit loud and stuff. And I remember as a child turning around and then giving them the finger and then sitting back <laughs> down to watch the film. <laughs> Where did you learn that? Huh? I wonder. I don't school, man. It was always going to be school, but it was especially at that age, like four, five, six. To give no, the finger no. was like deadly. Younger. That was a deadly cut. If you, you saw it in the in cinema, it ca- you were born in ninety two and it came out in ninety five, so it might have no. aired maybe in ninety six in the UK. I, so I was born ninety one. I was born ninety one. Uh, just, yeah okay but like towards it okay fine 91 but november baby is barely like yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i, I, yeah. I am ended a year so yeah i must have been about um four about, four, about, th- about three to four three to four probably turning four but anyway wow. yeah that was my memory. It, was, it, it was the first <laughs> film i ever saw in the cinema i think first my time dad you felt rage just... <laughs> it was a first rightly time. so but mm. that's what i'm saying it's a movie moment where you know what you are and i was like i am trying to listen there are toys moving you know what's funny as well for the rest of my life usually when you go to a film like that and there are kids around you're like oh no kids are gonna be making noise and not sitting still (laughs) then there's sirhan is like oh these adults they just won't sit still (laughs) (laughs) like if if you're not here with a child attention go outside go go somewhere Mm. go to the back freaking row right but this film like I'm sure for you guys, like it didn't do the opposite of freaking me out. I didn't go home and be like, "Oh my god, my toys are alive! They're gonna come get me." It was more like, 
if I had a favorite, I would get the tissue box, take one tissue out, lie the to- the, the the toy on the tissue box, and then put the tissue on top like a bed. And then be like, okay. if I'm going to bed, yeah. my favorite toy goes to bed. Because I'm like, I'm going to start to respect my toys. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's one of the messages, isn't it, really? Mm. Oh, definitely, well. yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely tried to catch him in the act of uh, moving about a few times, for sure. 100%. Like, quickly opening my door, like, oh, it was one of those, obviously, as a kid, when you get the idea in your head, like, it will obviously stick around, and it can be either scary or like exciting so you're kind of like wait if my toys are alive and and i'm asleep what are they going to do to me (laughs) clear enough everyone kind of come out with it positive i'm sure there is i've just never interacted with anyone that went that feel freaked me out which is understandable but i've not heard it yeah it's it's such a lovable they're all lovable characters so like you kind of get the and and they're all Mm. like passionately dedicated to to loving their kid so it's kind of like okay as long as they're you know they love me it's fine i love them too please please don't leave please don't hurt me (laughs) such a quotable line (laughs) you are strange that's the the inspiration right there that's the inspiration right there for an advert Actually, talking about quotes, that actually moves us on. Nice segue. Sorry, Rick, actually, I didn't ask you. Is there any fond particular memories you had of, of Toy Story growing up? Um, stole it. He stole the toys. <laughs> stole the I cinema. Steal Some, somehow. Some... I think um, I, don't, I don't remember watching the first film, like when it first came out. Well, I must have been so young. I think we might have had it on like Laserdisc or DVD or something or VHS. But... Um, I remember, like, after watching the first few films, like, I used to keep all my toys together. If I had, like, a bunch of Power Ranger toys, I would keep all the Power Rangers together, because I thought, you know, they're friends. Segregation! So they're playing, they're going to play together, because they're Power Rangers. Remember, I used to, like, sort my toys like that, like, depending on the group. So, like, they would all play in their own time when I'm sleeping or I'm at school or something. But, yeah, oh, I had the same type of thing, cool. like, you know, look after your toys, and your toys are going to look after you, like, that yeah. film did kind of introduce a whole new imagination kind of aspect that I never really had before. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember grouping all my toys up together like that when I was younger. Mm. Yeah. I think, you know, I think it's strange because I think like it actually did change the way you played with your toys as a kid. Yeah. And it's very strange to think that a film could do that. But when they, when I was watching these documentaries on it and that they were saying like, there were no bad ideas because usually when you're writing a film about a specific subject or something, you have experts that you contact. Everyone is a fucking expert on toys because we all grew up and we all had a toy of some sort, even if it was like a dreidel or something, Mm. you know, if you didn't have a lot of money or whatever, you still had a toy that you, you know, put a personality to and stuff. And like, yeah, it's just so interesting to watch these writers and stuff being like the possibilities are endless that, you know, that's why it took so long to think of a storyline because it was like, we could do anything this. Yeah. It's mad. But moving on from uh, from Sirhan's uh, "You Are a Toy" quote to Infinity and Beyond is yes. obviously the biggest line from the entire Toy Story franchise, um, and it has been used not only in merchandise relating to Toy Story, but it's also been used by philosophers and mathematical theorists as well. <laughs> in like seriously. During- oh. 
In seriously, in, in 2008, uh, during the STS-124, not sure what that means, don't ask me, astronauts took an action figure of Buzz Lightyear into space on a space shuttle uh, called Discovery uh, as part of an educational experience for students while, while saying the catchphrase. And it was to see uh, how zero gravity worked with inanimate objects. But they said it <laughs> live. <laughs> nice. They, they quoted it nice and live. That's uh, awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, apparently it's in Beyonce's Single Ladies. Uh, she says to Infinity Beyond. It has been quoted stupid amount of times. I, I had to skip over a lot of them because I was like, you don't need to know all these things. <laughs> like a father and son stuck in the ocean. They literally repeated it for hours while treading water until someone found them. So many, so many cases where to Infinity oh. Beyond was the headline. Like crazy, crazy, crazy. For points, guys. For points. What non-Toy Story Pixar character also shouted to infinity and beyond non-pixar no 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 non-toy story pixar, pixar. Okay. so it's a pixar character but not from toy story shouted to infinity and beyond and i will give you a little hint it's in a blooper reel of a pixar movie oh, oh. hold on those are fun <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. It's, it's there. It's I, there. It's somewhere there. It I makes... want to say up. It's not no. up. I want to say like film. it's in Monsters Inc. or something. It's not in Monsters Inc. It's oh. earlier. Hold on. Earlier. It's earlier. Very earlier. In fact, super close to Toy Story One and Two. Oh, so bet. close, it's in between them. Son, I see. You it's there. It's see it's there. I could. There's only You're going to hate me night. when I say it. Uh, it's oh, Flick from Bugs Life. Oh, Bugs oh, Life. Yes! He says to Infinity yes! Beyond when he jumps with a dandelion. Yeah. Yes. No points. Because oh, I remember I remember him looking like sheepish about it afterwards. Like I, there's, there's a finite amount of films with bloopers in the credits, and I love that. Oh, and I, I yeah. loved uh, A Bug's Life. Yes, yeah, you're right. No points, but yeah, it was... It I was, love yeah. Bugs Life. What a fucking Great film. Album. Yeah. And I didn't know that actually came out between Toy Story 1 and 2. It was like mm. a, a little project they kind of worked on to get better for Toy Story 2. And it actually turned out incredible. <laughs> so Yeah, mad. really good. Um, there's an original concept uh, for Toy Story 1 that I felt was kind of worth mentioning. And see if you guys pick up on the Toy Story 3 nods here. So Tin Toy from the 1988 short was supposed to meet a ventriloquist doll in the back of a dump truck after being lost by his kid at a rest stop on a family vacation. Instantly, you've already got several, several things to Toy Story 3. They become friends and end up in Toy Heaven, which is a kid's play school. That was the original, the very first original draft for Toy Story. And it is essentially Uh like several moments that they ended up putting in Toy Story 3, which is really cool. Um, But yeah, the script changed a lot and they ended up with Toy Story 1. Toy Heaven is so cool. The perspective of a toy heaven. How would a toy interpret heaven of always being played with? And it would be Mm. a playgroup or a nursery or school. That's that's really awesome. Yeah, Yeah, I I think they grew it a good amount with toy story to actually make it a no it's not just any kid it's when you have that kid when you have that kid that loves you that's what being a toy is all about and i don't know there's something like they i think they had toy story 3 really kind of lay it out as a yeah it's not as much as you know it's not that love that you want like having all these random kids like yeah you get to play but they don't remember you you know and it's it's a lot more sentimental when you've got a kid of your own yeah anyway 
So the animation was revolutionary. The buddy movie style was written to perfection as a first buddy animated movie for Disney ever. Randy Newman's soundtrack and the casting of Tom Hanks, Tim Allen and the rest of the gang was an absolute rocket combo for the start of Disney and Pixar's future together. Now, did you know that it wasn't Disney Pixar? It was Pixar and Disney, two separate companies working together to create these films. And it wasn't until a lot later in 2006 that they actually bought Pixar. Disney bought Pixar. Does anyone want to take a stab at how much? I will give it to the closest person. Bear in mind, they basically already owned it. They basically Mm. already owned it. Um, A pat on the back. You think a pat on the back? On the back. Okay. Pat on the head. Oh, (laughs) that's very. Oh, that's that's a that's harsh. That's very close to the back, but Um, I'm going to say seven hundred mil in two thousand and six. Seven hundred mil. Seven hundred mil. So, how are you saying, mate? Um. As soon as for grabs, this gets I'm very a... serious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm, I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to say 800. 800. Right, so we had 800 mil, Rick. 700. I'm going to go lower. I'd say 500. Well, I guess then Sahan is the winner because it was 7.4 billion that they Jesus. bought it for in 2006. 7 billion. 7.4 billion. billion dollars they paid just Jesus. to make it Disney Wow. Pixar. They knew what they had and they didn't joke. fuck about. <laughs> I didn't know the word billion existed in 2006. I thought Bro. billion kicked off in like 2010s That's, onwards. That would have been enough seven of them. a dollar for every single person on the fucking planet in 2006. 7.5 I don't think billion. we was up to 7 billion people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably not actually. Yeah. I think it goes Maybe to not. show how much we really know about business in that in that context and yeah. money. Like, how much does this no cost? I don't know. A tenner? Disney have just always yeah. had money. Why have Disney Crazy, always had it? this amount of money? Yeah. Fucking well, insane. I guess apparently they've done a bit of a stock hack to to pay it. So they put their, I think they put up the the stocks by two point four for for Pixar or for Disney or whatever it was. I couldn't quite understand it. I don't know what stock market shit. But they put it to like 2.4 and basically the return was so high they could just afford to pay out 7.4 billion. Oh, and Pixar were like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, that so, makes sense. It's so Jeez. weird. Like, where does that money go when you pay it to a company but then absorb them? Because I am guess they did lay off people. They probably That's kept... They would have kept the CEO of Pixar but probably given him a different title. Maybe it went to him. A, a big Maybe. chunk of it would go to the CEO, I would imagine. Yeah. And a lot of it probably goes into the whoever you pay to get the rights, to get the manpower, to get all that paperwork done. Like I think you're paying a lot of people to do the politics to transition from legally speaking from this company yeah, to seven point four billion. That's a lot yeah. of money to just mm. yeah, like, you could pay like all the lawyers in the world. <laughs> yeah, but it's like what Rikesh said, or was it Fraser? Like after you own that company, to a certain extent, whatever you've, you're technically not making a purchase, you're making an investment because that money does come back to you in some form because mm, yeah. you now own it. If I buy, if I pay you £10, but I own, I own you, I own that £10 as well. Like, Yeah, do you know what? That is actually pretty much spot on, isn't it? Like, yeah, you're putting the money back into a company you're about to buy. Yeah, I don't know. I, to be honest, I'm kind of confused why they did it. Like, 
it was working for Toy Story 1 and 2 and Bugs Life. I don't really know why they were like, no, we needed to make it our own. Maybe I they were a bit worried I... about Pixar working for other companies. Yeah, probably. No, but I think there was there was a stage I remember hearing when they were separate that Pixar and Disney films did go in a bit of competition. Sort of how like Dream, is it DreamWorks that do it now? Like there was a little bit of a, people were either on Disney side or Pixar side. And if you want mm. their stamp to, do, to, you know, to kind of do it rather than collaborate, own it mm. or maybe they just didn't want competition you know conglomerates and all that they want to absorb whatever's around them yeah maybe. or maybe they imagined a world where pixar and dreamworks got together to take them on and they were like yeah maybe disney are planning like the first purchase of pixar and then they we're gonna go on to buy dreamworks and then buy near enough everything else until they just owned everything and then everything was a fucking disney yeah, product <laughs> well it's working <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> seems yeah, well. Disney have got the fucking money, so not so much actually. Like that was something I learned while looking up all this Pixar stuff. Is that lately Pixar, uh, Disney Pixar, is really struggling. Their last couple of films have been absolute flops, and for another time on a Pixar podcast. But let's move on with the absolute success of Toy Story One. Four years later, after a lot of hard work, we got Toy Story. Now, what is your first thoughts when somebody mentions Toy Story 2? Because it, a lot of people don't like it, but then there is a mass love for it as well. <clears throat> My I, I like it, but it's fun. not memorable, I don't think. Yeah, I remember 1 and 3, but I can't remember 2. I, I know I watched it. Could you do a little reminder? 2, when they meet Al, and Al takes Woody, because he wants yes. to join the yard sale. Yes, Indeed. yes, two. I remember now. Two, I love yeah. number two. two. Dude, the two was great. I mean, like the whole the prospector character was like so surprising. Yeah, that's like, he was like the, the, the fat jolly guy stuck in his box. So, okay, yeah, cool. You know, he's a collectible toy, and then he turns out to be the fucking dickhead at the end of the movie. You're like, wait, <laughs> yes. what, what are you doing out of your box at the airport with yep. Jesse yeah. and the yeah. horse and yeah. getting him? That was an awesome film. I mean, let me just t remind you how it started as well. Um, I actually have some synopsis, synopsi, synopsis easies here. Um, and remember, it starts with um, the game of Buzz in space fighting all the thingies yes. and he's trying to get to Zerg. Awesome. That entire sequence and then he dies and you're like, oh my God, and it says game over and it's Rex playing on the game. Absolutely incredible. Um so Woody is stolen from his home by a toy dealer, Al McWiggan. Did not know that was his last name. Uh, leaving Buzz Lightyear and the rest of the gang to try and rescue him. But when Woody discovers that he's actually a valuable collectible from a once popular television show called Woody's Roundup and is reunited with his horse bullseye, Jesse the yodeling yes. cowgirl and his faithful sidekick, Stinky Pete, the prospector, he doesn't want to leave. Mm. And it has the yes. airport scene, like yep. the whole airport thing. It had so much in it like just them traveling across roads the, and stuff which was awesome the best scene i love in that movie that always sticks in my mind i think my family loved it is when the guy when they first gets woody back to the office and that i don't know what he's called that like, the craftsman guy comes in the restorer mm -hmm. and he restores yeah. woody in in a narrative sense not just aesthetically when he paints over andy's name it really yeah. kind of sets a tone of like oh like yeah, Woody could move on. Like the potential for him to move on is very close to there. Um, 
yeah, it's, it really sticks to my mind. I love that scene, but there are so many good scenes uh, in that film alone. It's you saying that gave me goosebumps, mate. Like that scene where he goes yes. over that just moment where he goes over his his name, yeah, it, it, and the little music spike there. It's like, oh yes. no, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely, yeah. Hey everyone, we're just taking a moment here to let you know some more details about the podcast and the direction we're going. We wanted to let you know that we now have a Gmail account and we would love to hear from you, connect to you, and get to know you all just a little bit better. So if you have any questions or comments that you might have, please don't hesitate and get in contact with us at rjopoddy at gmail.com. That's rjopoddy at gmail.com. That's right, Rikesh. Another way to get closer to the potty is our amazing but highly under-advertised Instagram page where you can find a collection of our funny and silly ads with visuals for your entertainment, as well as updates on the potty through our Instagram story, and where naturally you can also message us there as well. Find us at Red Jacks on Podcast on Instagram, and we hope you enjoy. Lastly, we are having plans of developing the podcast, extending outside of our hobbies and getting closer to our own individual passions. For me, being a trained therapist, my passion as well as profession is to help people, connect to people and share any tools and techniques that may be helpful to yourselves. And so, to bring the podcast and therapy world that little bit closer, I'm planning on creating an additional Agony Uncle style podcast to the Red Jackson family, where you can send us any mild to moderate issues and challenges you or someone you know may need any advice or guidance on where myself, as well as the boys, and any special guests can help and advise you and delve deeper into the therapy world. So please, message us on rjopoddy at gmail.com as mentioned above, and let's begin. If, however, you find yourself or someone you know in need of more specific, dedicated, one-to-one long-term help, then please contact me directly at sirhanavctherapy at gmail.com. That is S-E-R-H-A-N for November avci therapy at gmail.com or find me on the counseling director under Sirhan Avsi as mentioned. I hope to help, I hope to guide and I hope to empower you all. Please find all the relevant details in the description below. I hope you enjoyed and possibly found a new way to get involved and for all of us to connect further. And now we've taken enough of your time, back to this amazing episode of Red Jackson. I do want to speak actually about one moment in Toy Story 2 because Jade brought this up to me and then I googled it and I ended up on another rabbit hole search so I'll kind of narrow it down again but the she loved me moment with Jesse now do you guys remember that when there's a whole when somebody loved me I think so yeah no more goosebumps yeah Yeah, so that was the first time that Pixar had actually angled a really dramatically emotional tragedy towards just little girls and women it was no longer aimed at little boys which the whole of toy mm. story one and bugs life kind of was this is the first time they were like actually let's give the little girls and the women out there something to cry about and it fucking worked because they have actually replicated that moment in every pixar movie since they have had a tragedy of some sort happen to some to one character so it's it's so it's like a really emotional depth mm-hmm. and yeah apparently they've copy and pasted that in a lot of different things which is why now pixar just has this high caliber because it's like yeah it's funny and it's silly but it, it hits deep. you you know it will get you yeah oh yeah yeah there's a lot of does, heart there's a lot does. of heart so yeah that was actually a really big moment not just for mm-hmm. jade because she really loved jesse um but for a lot of women out there and for for pixar as well it did really oh, nice. well no, I'm, I'm glad i did like jesse i did like yeah. jesse. she was a good character 
great character. Such a good character. Yeah. One thing that sticks out for me is like the brief, uh, the the like the brief inclusion of Zerg as like an antagonist <laughs> for yeah for Buzz Lightyear. Like, don't yeah. they do when they're playing catch? Yeah, <laughs> Zerg and Buzz are playing they do, catch. They do the whole "I'm your father" thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and you also you also meet like multiple um, Buzz Lightyears because you go into a toy store and our Buzz yeah. gets to see all the other Buzz and is like, oh mm-hmm. my god, is this what I was like? Is like, I'm going to save the universe? He's like, God, this was yeah. me. <laughs> you you actually just meet yeah. the one other Buzz, but yeah, like yeah, the, uh, the old Buzz. Yeah, but you see, which is... you see them in the shop though. That's quite crazy to see thousands of yourself. Like, yeah. this was like a massive flex in it for for Pixar at the time to be like do you remember toy story one look at this <laughs> look mm-hmm. at what how far we've come like it is actually mad when you think about it and the story was really really good but yeah there were a lot of people who weren't too keen on it but let's play the uh the points round again guys because there's another budget coming up and you're gonna have to sorry not another budget another a gross take worldwide gross take so the budget for toy story 2 was 90 million what was its worldwide gross so it met, it it cost ninety million. It cost ninety million, which is three times worldwide as much as the original. Gross, mm-hmm. Worldwide gross. I'm just gonna say a billion. Okay. So what year one. was it? This was in uh nineteen no it wasn't, it was in two thousand and one. I have it written somewhere. I'm pretty sure it's two thousand one though. Really? Wow. Yeah, four years after thingy but yeah i think it released it oh, in 2000 sorry 2000 600 mil 600 mil for rick what did I say first? uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 1.2 billion Little bitch, just just like sprinkling is the closest. Oh, Uh, it it only made 363.2 million. It wasn't as big of a, I mean, it made similar money, but they'd spent a lot more, and so yeah, it wasn't as big of a return as Toy Story 1. But yeah, 363. So, point for Rikesh. I guess that does make sense to a certain extent. It's a sequel, and your target audience has kind of changed. Where, like, at that stage, I was. I, yeah, I was old enough that I might not watch Toy Story in the cinema. In the cinema. But I'm young enough to still enjoy it. That was weird. Yeah. yeah was weird. <laughs> I feel like cinema. sequels in just don't do as well as the first in the series. So Strangely, kind of, it's kind of the other way around. Up. Usually it does better. Because if yeah, the first one is yeah, a massive they... success, the hype comes well, after hyped. the box office. And then it's like, oh, I can't wait for the next one. And then there's a massive following to go to the next one. Usually you'll yeah. find that number two is the biggest one. Yeah. But for some reason, Toy Story 2, I mean, it yeah, still makes a lot weird. of money. That's what, yeah, that's what I would have as... thought would have happened as well as like, it possibly prices being more in, by that time. Mm. Yeah. Things change. Oh, just, a, just an editor's note. Did I say 363? It was 497. So Rick was still closest, but yeah. That oh, was okay. the uh, that was a worldwide growth. So I mixed can up I, a figure there. Can yeah. I just mention one thing before we we like we kind of move on? The one thing that pops into my head is at the end of Toy Story Two, when they do the blooper reel, they're they're sort of, you know their joke blooper reel. There's mm-hmm. the scene where the prospector's walking with two Barbies back to his box, and it's like, oh, really? oh yeah. wow, and he's showing them interest, like, oh yeah, absolutely. He's like, oh, 
Are we filming? Are we on? Okay, sorry, ladies. I'm really sorry, but please, I'll see you after the shoot. And it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. So they've actually cut that. I remember they've, that. they've actually yeah. cut that since because it's, um, sure it's, very, it's very Epstein and they cut it. So if you, go, if you watch it on Disney Plus, it won't be there. Yeah. Your VHS I mean, I out. I hate, <laughs> yeah. I hate that Disneyfication, man. It's just so annoying. I'm like, no, that's what it was. Appreciate it. It's but not I guess PC. I will say this one was uh, produced by three women, Karen, Robert Jackson, Sarah MacArthur and Helen Plotkin, which is definitely like definitely would have had a hand in uh, the girl power vibe of Jesse in this in that film. Well, she thought it was an interesting thing. She's a hero, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, she's uh, awesome. she saves him. They all have an arc like it. Yeah, honestly, this I you forget how good Toy Story 2 is until you watch it and you're like, man, I think it is better than Toy Story 1, but it's a very, very tough call because toy story one is so nostalgic yeah 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 it's the classic ah uh, i just remembered something from toy story one that really that really did creep me out you know the, oh, his God. neighbor sid yeah his neighbor sid, sid. used to fuck up all his toys yeah he had that one like the the barbie doll head like the spider mechanical legs yes. yeah yeah that contributed to my my um Fear of spiders arachnophobia, arachnophobia. Sure. wow <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean that would for terrify sure, that anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it came out. Like, it, 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 it was hard to look at. Sure. Yeah, all yeah. of those toys were it, hard to. It look was at. scary, but I think they made a very. I think for your particular fear, it makes sense, Rick, because it's you know graphically, visually seeing it. But I think they made such a fine balance of it's not the toys that are scary; it's the kid behind them. So that's why it was yeah. more like, if, as a mm-hmm. kid, if I treat my kids, my toys right, they treat me right. Rather than my toys yeah. can do this one day, so it it that played a very did fine play line. into it, especially point, you know? especially when they team up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, and they put a terrifying because we can yeah. see everything. The, the little undertone so play joke, nice. the undertone joke in terrifying. number one. But that was really um, good. Point for Fraser, just because of that that was amazing. <laughs> if I so give you, if I give nice. you, if I give you a bit of trivia, can I get a point right? So oh, we've asked for it, so no, but go on. You son of a bitch. <laughs> in number one, there's the um, it, where Sid's making up his own toys and recreating them. There's the woman with the legs. I was about fish... to say it, so minus one point for Sir Hanford no! jumping the gun. No! Yeah, no, one, back down to one point. You fucking no, you ruined it. You get for brown nose in me. That's where you get for brown nose. In no, me. go on, tell us your facts, mate. Tell us your facts. Go on. I was about to say. Yeah, it, but, but... It's, it's, it's the it's the Barbie legs with the uh, the fishing hook, and she's basically mm-hmm. meant to be a hook a hooker. A hooker. Oh, it's so cool. Tut, it's so little funny. adult joke. Tut, yeah. tut. <laughs> Imagine what they would be coming out with if they wasn't bought by Disney. I don't think I'd want to know. <laughs> Who hookers? Or would I? <laughs> no, no. Sausage pie, wouldn't it? So that's all it would be. Oh my god, that's the pinnacle, isn't <laughs> Can it? You imagine with it's Pixar been graphics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so then there was a nice long quiet from Toy Story, and. Yeah. For 10 years, we grew up and we went to secondary school and we did whatever else, all the while not realizing that our beloved heroic toys were also growing with us and enduring the painfully emotional damage that we see in Toy Story 3. Now, Toy Story 3, guys, I have to be careful because I might cry. (laughs) I was writing some facts and I was welling up and I was like, 
Yeah, man, this thing hits me so fucking hard. But let's before we dive into anything, I'll just give you the facts and you guys can guess the gross. Okay. So it's released in 2010, July 19th. It had a budget, bearing in mind Toy Story 2 had 90 million budget. This had a budget of 200 million. In its open opening weekend, it only made 110.3 million. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon the worldwide gross was? Worldwide gross, yeah. Yeah, worldwide. Uh, 300 okay. mil? So 300 mil for Sirham. 500. 500 phrase. 777. Fuck it, Elric. Wow. I really hope I'm I mean, wrong. Rikesh is actually the closest because it hey, broke the one. bill. It made 1.06 billion. Jesus. <laughs> Bang it. The moment it went overseas. It fucking raked it in. It absolutely killed it. Uh, the longest running Toy Story out of the three. Um, had a different director this time of Lee Ung Critch, um, who again knocked it out of the park. This is the first uh, Toy Story that was a Disney Pixar as well, not just a Disney and Pixar. Um, I think this is worth mentioning because before it had, you know, all the others had loads of nominations and stuff and they had loads of wins as well, but not, never had won an Oscar. But this one won an Oscar. It was yeah. uh, 96 nominations and 60 wins for awards. And it Ooh. actually won two Oscars for Best Animated Feature Film of the Year and Best Achievement in Music Written for Motion Pictures, which was the song We Belong Together by Randy Newman, which I actually don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we haven't even mentioned the whole you got a friend in we'll get me. To it. Yeah, we'll yeah. get to it. Don't you yeah. worry, because I'm literally yeah. nice on it now. So let me just... Bring this fucking Toy Story 3 home. Okay, so not home. We're bringing you into the beginning and I'm going to drag you through it because Toy Story 3 is probably the best one if we're going to be honest with ourselves of how much it hits you. So starting off with another awesome action sequence of the gang in full hero mode. The train scene and everything and the the spaceship with, I don't know if you guys remember this whole opening sequence for Toy oh, Story 3 or if I'm just kind of skipping yeah, over it. I kind of in thought it West. was in Toy Story 2 for some reason, but no, it makes sense it was in Toy Story 3. Yeah, Toy Story 2 was the game with Buzz and Toy Story 3 was, this. What it starts off very Wild West and they're chasing a runaway train. And then mm-hmm. the train, go, and it's got all yeah. the barrel of monkeys in the train. Uh, no, the troll dolls, sorry. Yeah. And then the train goes off the bridge and it's like, oh no. But then Buzz is carrying it up, the whole fucking train, like floating in the sky. And then they fight Potato Head and whatever. It's awesome. It's a really cool sequence. Um, but then we come out of Andy's imagination and it goes into a handheld recording of Andy playing with our beloved gang, reminding us of the previous movies where we left them. The classic song, You've Got a Friend in Me, holds your hand in the comfort of Andy's youth, our youth until those Randy Newman lyrics ring out in a cold echo. Our friendship will never die. And then it goes black and it cuts to the toys trying to phone Andy in the fucking toy chest. And you know you're going to go through hell when your toys are literally trying to get your attention by phoning, hiding your phone and calling it. (laughs) This whole sequence, I I watched this in Pirate, by the way, before it came out because we all went to see it together. You prepared yourself. I knew I was going to cry. So I was like, I'm going to watch it because we were like, what, 16, 17? I was like, I don't want to go to the cinema and just fucking bawl my eyes out. <laughs> so I watched it on Pirate. Cried. <laughs> and the moment this happened, instantly I was like, yeah, I'm so glad I've done this. As soon as we saw it in the <laughs> cinema, this exact moment made me cry again. <laughs> it didn't help. I'd, I wasn't ready for a round two. Um, 
Yep, and then it just gets progressively more and more emotional. So this is kind of for points, guys. Um, and it's a bit more of a scientific question. So, you know, prepare your, your scientific minds. At what velocity, if measured by actual mass, did Toy Story 3 punch you in the heart? <laughs> bowling ball. Oh, bowling ball to the heart. Oof, a... I'm going to say uh, a, super, a supernova. That's a, That's a big jump. <laughs> a supernova. I'm going to say um, a Snorlax on the chest. Ooh, Snorlax on the chest. That is a good one. I like that. Okay, shift that. bring it home. Did you cry? Yes. I remember crying I, in Toy yeah. Story 3. I welled up I at a very specific point that probably everyone did. I didn't right. cry, but probably I the same. Okay, so <laughs> points for Sirhan and Rikesh for having hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I knew you wouldn't have cried, Fraser. You're too fucking cool for Toy Story. <laughs> I skipped parts so, of it as well. What? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Fuck, <laughs> mate. I was about to kick off. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so what were your standout moments, guys? Go on. What, what were the bits that punched you in the heart? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, nah, you got it. Our listeners can cry with us. The the fire pit, man. Okay, Forever yeah, yeah. Always the, the fire, fire pit. pit was the bit where... Do you know what it was? It takes a lot for me to cry. Like, I can well up. I can feel the emotion heavily. And like you said, Chaz, like the moments that kind of lead up to it. But by that point, it's not like I was holding back, but I was like, I can... This is too much to process. And I was like, oh my God. And then I started to like reminisce about my toys. And I was like, Oh my god, like it's yeah, yeah, it's an yeah. emotional ride, but that was the point where I was like, Yep, here we go. There's some, I mean, uh, there's some, they all hold hands and they're all ready. I to know die. they accept yeah. their fate, they accept, they death. accept <laughs> it. There's no hero, guys. What are you doing to me? Come on, I know, I told you guys. Come on, Fraser, talk. Hard. I need to mellow out the mood. Get into sorry, but that, say well, something, Fraser. That is the um. That is the part in it where they just accept this is yeah basically this is where it's gonna end, but Disney wouldn't let it end like that. <laughs> no, thank you. They wouldn't let their franchise end, no way. Yeah, not after raking in a billion. No, mm. fucking of course not. Well, yeah. It's it's True. it's also like the journey to that point, like the toys yeah. they feel betrayed in a way, they feel lost, you know, and you trying to figure it. out you as well it. yeah like because obviously you've you're you're watching a, a movie and you think it's going to be all right in the end but it's like how <laughs> when they're sitting there waiting to be incinerated you think like well, yeah. <laughs> but you know i think being wrapped up in that moment you don't think okay they're going to be saved because it's a film and it's disney but i think the thing the the, the memory that just popped into my head is that at the end when Andy kind of like gives the toys away, but then it's the look back and I'm like, okay, this is the end of the film. This is the end of the film. Now there's no continuation. They're happy, but it's such a bittersweet ending. And I'm like, Oh, mate, Charlie, I can see you uh, struggling with this. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. That moment for me, sir. And I've actually written it down because I, I, I cry a lot of films. I'll be honest. Uh, I'm a, I'm a bit of a wet eyed guy when it comes to watching movies and stuff. I, 
made a noise that I've never made <laughs> when this moment <laughs> happened. I and this is it. Essentially, <laughs> I went full oh goofy movie God. with a sob of tears in my throat. And let me tell you why. Okay, so this is my moment. Andy pulling Woody away from Bonnie when she goes, yes. "Oh, it's it's my Woody doll," and he's like, "Oh, what's Woody doing in there?" And as she goes to take him, he pulls it away. And this is the first time you ever see Andy do anything selfish because it's just a natural instinct that he does not want to give away something he truly loves. And even talking about it right now, my heart starts going and my eyes start welling up and my whole body is like, you pussy. <laughs> oh. Do you it have a heart, Charlie? Time. Do you have a yeah. heart? Yeah. There's, there's yeah. one thing that kind Point of... Point for Charlie for having a heart. Point me, for though. Charlie. Go on. The whole... Um, was was a buzz like he was in Spanish for like the whole film? Uh, not the whole film. He was he was Spanish for about twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, there's a point where a they while. reset him or something. Yeah, he's he's put back to normal before yeah. they get to the pits and every, the fire pits and everything. Um, they like also. Did you know that every single Toy Story film is a heist movie? When you think about it, every single one of them has is, a main yeah. heist to sort out their issue. I mean, you can go through them if you want. Toy Story One, the heist is getting to the getting back to Andy before they move house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they have to heist out the of pizza guy. house. But yeah. the pizza dude, yeah, pizza planet, yeah. and then they meet the Martians, yeah. I mean, oh, that isn't hey. technically part of the heist. The heist is what he does with Sid's toys to get out of Sid's house and to teach Sid the lesson and to save Buzz from going up with the rocket. That's the heist. Mm-hmm. They they oh. they all have a role to play, and they all like do whatever. In the second one, the heist is. Um, saving Woody, saving Woody, yeah, yeah getting Woody back, getting Woody home. In the third one, it's saving the gang because they're in this place and they have to try and escape the, the playground, which is essentially yeah. escaping prison. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, every every single one is so far. It's actually a, a part heist movie. But yeah, I just thought that was an interesting. Yeah, it's, in no, it's, it's a good point. I think that really feeds into the enjoyment because it's a it's a it, heist can be very fun. There's a mm. lot of adventure in it. And, you know, because after a while, you're not watching toys be toys. You're just watching characters do something. They just happen to be toys in our world and they go through their own shit. So it actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm surprised they never went like TV series with any of it. They had didn't. some shorts. They had some shorts and they did have um, a couple of like spin off TV shows, but not directly in not that Pixar universe. animated or anything like that. No, I think it was just Disney. I know know Buzz had one. Um, What was it? Star Command, which was awesome. It was really good. Don't know if you guys ever watched that on Disney. Um, Buzz Lightyear, Star Command. It was good. It was good. It had a lot of adult humor in it. It was very wacky at times and that, but it was actually about an actual Buzz Lightyear in space. Um, Saving the universe. But yeah, other than that, I don't think there was many TV things. They got a few shorts on Disney+. Plus. Anything more to say about Toy Story 3 guys I mean I there are so many things that you could talk about with Toy Story 3 um could you because it's could you incredible a, could you give it just a short little synopsis because I have the idea in my mind but it's, not, it's not full it's not full <laughs> just an interesting thing when I got the synopsis for these films I got them all off Google but for some reason Toy Story 3 instead of like um, you know, Woody and in brackets Tom Hanks. It had Japanese names, so I'm going to say I'm going to say every single one of them. <laughs> so here's your synopsis in Japan: 
With their beloved Andy preparing to leave for college, Woody, Kim Seong Jong, Buzz Lightyear, Park Il, and Jesse, Ham Soo Jong, uh, and the rest of the toys find themselves headed for the attic, but mistakenly wind up on the curb with the trash. Woody's quick thinking saves the gang, but all but Woody end up being donated to a daycare centre. Unfortunately, the uncontrollable kids do not play nice, so Woody and the gang make plans for a great escape. Where do you get this synopsis from? Google. <laughs> do you know what? Japan. Google you know, Japan. Do you know what the, the journey of all the three Toy Stories are? And it sums up in best in a quote from number one. It's not flying. It's falling, it's falling. in style. Yeah. With. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Oh, it actually is. Oh. It's true. <laughs> mad. Mad, mad, mad. Um. Yeah, the, the thing is, every one of these films as well, I mean, if we were just to go into the animation and storytelling and stuff like that, every single one of them really pushed the boundary. Like, they were considered pioneers in every single film that they did. Like, you compare Toy Story 1 to Toy Story 2, and you're like, fucking wow. But then you compare Toy Story 2 to Toy Story 3, 10 years later, they didn't even Amazing. animate it the same way. They had this software that could just replicate that exact same style and everything, and then they could build so much more on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah there was just so much more story they could tell and they did and yeah it was just awesome so let's move on to toy story 4 which i'll be honest guys my research on toy story 4 was not as much as the rest of it because i literally ran out of time this is this has been over 10 hours of research and i've managed to compress it into so far about an hour and a bit <laughs> so i'm just gonna say toy story 4. i've not actually seen toy story 4 oh i've actually not seen it i've seen one I two and was... three but four yeah, how I, comes Rick? I haven't why, seen, why haven't you got a heart? Have you lost your childhood? Is there no inner child? I think three did enough damage where I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Completely understandable. Completely understandable. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I'll be honest, it is good. It yeah, is good. It got, I liked it got it. a lot of backlash. It got quite a lot of backlash for ruining the trilogy. Um but it does it's quite a good watch. It's quite a good watch. Got Real, Key and Peel in it. No, I did watch it. It's the one with Keanu Reeves in it as well. And it's got Keanu Reeves in it, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I I watched it on release, but I have not rewatched it since. It's not it's not a bad film. I don't think it ruins anything, but it's like it's almost like the Star Wars trilogy. It's like, okay, even though there's like six or nine films, like that trilogy is that era and that vibe and that story. And this I assume trilogy to be is going to be this era's uh, sort of st- uh, Toy Story, but yeah, it's not a personal favorite. I'll be honest, watch it again because the first okay. time I watched it, I was like, "Yeah, that that wasn't needed." Because you have Toy Story three sitting still there, you know what I mean? Yeah, watch it again with quite a clean palette of this is just number four. It's actually a really good story for Woody. It kind of shits on Buzz a little bit, which is, I think, why a lot of people didn't particularly like it because Buzz mm-hmm. isn't very underplayed in it. Um, but it, it's a really beautiful story for Woody where he eventually turns around and kind of says, like, I don't know what to do with my life. Like, I'm actually so lost. And, yeah, it's just, it's actually really beautiful. It's worth it's worth what's the, um What's the release gap between three and four? How many years? Uh, well, three was in... 2006. 2010? 2010. 10. So... Nine years. Yeah. So about nine years. Yeah. 2019. So those are quite a big. Which is weird because it actually continues from where it left off at number three. It doesn't do the 10 year jump again. 
which is weird. Yeah. No, it was nice because it didn't feel unnecessary. I just didn't feel an urge to rewatch it. But you're right. Watching something at the time versus watching a little bit later on, it could be different because now you're watching it as a quad quadrilogy, triology or whatever it's called, mm. rather than a, a trilogy into a, a, the extra film. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind actually rewatching it. They're all yeah, worth I mean, it. They're all worth it, watching it. it I, I Yeah, I, I rewatched it um, maybe a couple of months ago and... I actually, I, I nearly cried. I mean, it didn't get me anywhere near as hard as Toy Story 2 or 3 or 1. But yeah, no, do you know what? It's actually just a really fun watch. Anyway. Yeah. So fun little fact for you. Uh, who's seen Parks and Rec? Yeah, yeah. boy. So you know the, the girl that's dating uh, Chris Pratt? At the oh, beginning oh yeah, stuff? April. April, April. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. No, no, sorry, not April. The one who's first dating Chris Pratt and ends up being one of the, the the best friend of Leslie, I can't remember her name from Parks yeah, 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 yeah. and Anne. Her name's Rashida Anne. Jones. It, yeah, Anne. That's it. Yeah, she Rashida was in the Jones she was in the office. Ah. She was she She's was also in the office. office. Yeah, yeah. She was. She in the dated Jim for a little bit. Yeah, um, she actually helped write Toy Story Four, no. which was a bit strange. Oh, I saw wow. her pop up and I looked into it, and yeah, she actually did help. There was also a couple of other names, but they weren't not worth mentioning here. Um, it got quite. A lot of awards, 66 nominations, 56 wins, one Oscar for Best uh, best wow. Animated Feature Film. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do another worldwide, the, the last worldwide gross uh, guessing game. So it had another budget of 200 mil, the same as Toy Story 3. Uh, opening weekend made 120 million. Did it break the billion bank, guys? Let's, uh, let's have a guess. I'm going to say 900 mil. 900 mil for Sahan. Or I say one point one bill. One point one bitch, man. Stop bill. being so like physics about it. Stop <laughs> trying to figure it out. Just always like ten percent higher or lower than one of you guys. I'm gonna say one point one five two. I don't think it broke a billion. I'm gonna say it didn't break a billion. I'm gonna say eight hundred mil. Right. Well, the closest, very, very close, actually, very, very close guess is. Fraser, because it did break yeah. a billion. It got one point <laughs> zero seven three billion. It, it actually did very, 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 very well. Um, but nice. I think again, I was looking through all the reviews and stuff as well, and the critic reviews and the releases and stuff. And a lot of people on opening weekend went in very like, "Oh, it's going to be shit. It's going to be shit." They went in, they gave initial review as soon as they came out, like, "Yeah, it wasn't needed. It wasn't the other three. But then a lot of them went to go watch it again, mm-hmm. and they re-reviewed it and they edited their reviews. And all of a sudden, the publicity for Toy Story 4 actually, like, became massive. And it was like, you need to go and see this film, actually. And it just, it just, yeah, snowballed a bit. And it, it, like it a, made wow. it special. Okay. Do you have, like, the critic go? scores for, for each one? I know that Toy Story 1 was, like, 100%. Um, yes, I will quickly find them for you. Here we go. Right, so. Can I, as you're looking for them, can I just take a backtrack? And you said 56 awards one out of 66 nominations did i hear no, that right 66 nominations plus the 56 wins they're two separate things oh. so you're either nominated or yeah. you win so add them mm-hmm. together and that's essentially how many times they were nominated okay but that's still just under like 50 percent worth of the win. 56 wins out of yeah. like that's a lot, man. pretty much everything they were nominated for wow yeah, one in two chance wow. they were gonna win it and going but, from I mean, Toy story one yeah, this is the same with most Pixar movies that go up for best animation uh, animated film of the year. 
pretty much win every year now. Well, they were winning pretty much every year for a good like 10 years because no one could compete with the technology. No one could compete with the storytelling. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. So Toy Story 2, uh, I'm just going to go through the critic reviews on IMDb. Cool. Yeah. So 7.9 out of 10 was for Toy Story 2. Okay, fair. Uh, Toy Story 3 got a... It's telling me to fucking rate it. No. Um, an 8.3. Okay. So yes. wasn't, yeah, makes sense, actually. wasn't as yeah nice. as as good as I would have thought it would have been. And Toy Story Four, you can only imagine it's going to be a little bit less, but a seven point seven. So they've all they're all above seven, and mm-hmm. they all dabble what? around eight. We can do it in two ways. I can either ask what would be your rating out of ten for each of them, or we could say I would like to ask what would be your preference from one to four. Which one's your like? I, I don't know if it's something you're already going to ask. Sahan. Sahan. Yeah. Who's the fucking host here? I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. You don't ask I'm me so shit. Sorry. I ask I'm you. So sorry. Okay. Right. I'm so sorry. Guys, in order. Don't uh, anger him, sir. He's already in an emotional place. Don't anger him. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I don't mean to push buttons. No, but actually, for real, that was actually my next thing. I was literally about to say, cool. in order, you own top three though, so you're gonna have to drop one. Most of us are probably gonna drop Toy Story Four. In fact, probably all of us will. But top three, guys. So Fraser, number three for you. Um, two, Toy Story two. Okay. Rick, as my number one spot or number three spot, your number three spot. Two. Mm-hmm. And for Sirhan, we're on a podcast, buddy. Say it. Say it. it's okay. I wanted. I was just showing you two, two, Charlie. Sahan says it. two, right? Sahan says two. Okay, so we're all. <laughs> so you guys are all all gone for Toy Story two as your as your third pick. I'm actually going to say Toy Story one, um, as my my third pick. As Get your out. third place pick. Get out. Yeah. Get out. Not. I love Toy Story one. You've already been watch them all again. When you watch them all again, <laughs> Toy Story two is a fucking great film, guys, and it is actually better than Toy Story 1. I think that Toy Story, fucking amazing. Toy Story 2 I think is a better story than Toy Story 1, but Toy Story 1 is just the original and that's just yes. what it is. That's just that's all it is. It's not necessarily a better film, it's just the original and I think that's why it is the way it is because it was the first yeah. one I saw in the cinema. But if it I, was, you know, what film could you live without? Toy Story 1 would be like, you know, I can't I couldn't live without that film. The others yeah. I probably could, but Toy Story One means so much to me that no. But as far as like rewatchability, I'd say Toy Story Two is above Toy Story One for me. Okay. Let's go no, to your I second places. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Fraser, uh, second, second place. place. Toy Story Four. Oh, okay. Quite like it. Yeah, fair. It's a good film. Uh, obviously not seen four, so I'm going to say number two spot will be Toy Story Three. Okay. Sam? Yeah. I would say number three as well. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So I would actually say Toy Story 2 for this one. <laughs> so mine okay. is Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2. And mm-hmm. in first place, phrase. Toy Story 1. Toy Story 1. And Same. we're getting a lot of nodding heads. So Rick has Toy Story 1. And Sam, Toy Story 1. Yep. Do you know what? I'm actually yeah. super proud of you guys because Toy Story 1 is 
is the one in it. It's the one that sits mm. in your heart forever. So I'm actually really glad you all the Toy Story one. That's really, really cute. And you pretty much all have the same order, except for Fraser, you had Toy Story 4 instead of Toy Story 3. So Toy Story 3 doesn't even make your top three. No, do you know what it is, right? Because you have no heart, that's why. <laughs> Whoa, we've been trying to find vacation for take it all now. his Here points. Take all his points. He's only got one. Scientific <laughs> brain, let's go. Toy Story 3, see, the thing is, like, the whole, most of the movie <laughs> is, is like a big downer, I find. Yeah, and it's yeah, like that's yeah. why it, it kind of took you guys to the brink. <laughs> well, and when you guys, like... oh, you didn't have to say you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you, you and people and... with your hearts. <laughs> Bringing like Toy Story 3 and 4, like trying to weigh them up and compare them to Toy Story 1 and 2, I feel like the situations in, the, in those films, the new characters they introduce. Uh, and the interactions they have, I think I prefer what happens in in like Toy Story Four. To be fair, I mean Toy Story Four is not yeah, it's not one to sleep on. I mean Bo Peep's story is fucking yeah. awesome, and the whole you know the whole in the shop situation with the little uh, the little doll with the thing, yeah, man, it's great. Film. And it's, I... and I think they it's probably it's intentional. Bitch. Sorry, it's probably <laughs> intentional, but they kind of bring it back to like a Toy Story One vibe where they've got to get back to bonnie before they leave yeah 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 Yeah. damn it fraser you're getting in my do you know what i'm gonna change my answer because i I don't i'm not gonna i'm not gonna know because i think your heart sir number four (laughs) shut up you number four is a balance of tin man and adventure i'm not a tin man okay (laughs) same films i'm gonna change my order and i think i'm gonna go in order that my number one will be toy story one my number two will be toy story two and then my number three will be Toy Story 3 because the reality is I still watched Toy Story 2 when I was young enough to really go into child mode. And number three punched me in the heart so hard that I wouldn't watch it as easily. Number four mm-hmm. is a balance of adventure and heart and I get Fraser. But I think I'm going to swap it because it's true. When I really think back to number two, I'm like, there's some great moments there in is. number two. So I'm going to say one, two, three. I'm sorry to change it up. Fraser, that's, you did this. You you got in my head and you made points, <laughs> rational, <laughs> logical points. Yourself, Fraser yeah. got in his head, we turned him into a tin man. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, love, I, I love you. I would take I would take another point. He's only got one, and you guys both have three, so oh. it's not even worth it. Not even worth it. Cry, Fraser. <laughs> I'll make you cry. <laughs> um, I yeah, I, hold to- hold a toy and just start pulling it apart. Look at this, Fraser. Look what you're <laughs> you did this to him. <laughs> Don't, Charlie. He'll come get you at That's night. Dark. No, you me crying. Dark. <laughs> Charlie's turning into <laughs> Sid slowly. <laughs> I love becoming Sid. Uh, yeah, I think I'd have Toy Story three as my number one. Toy Story two as my number two, and Toy Story one as my number three. That was quite hard okay. to say. Yeah, three, two, um, one. You know me, guys. I love an ending. I love a good ending. And Toy Story three for me was like fucking sweet spot such and a good ending what, that's Absolutely. what makes you the bravest person out of all of us charlie because it is the punch in the heart and you put it at the top you're like yeah i'll go through that emotional oh, yeah. stress and pain Look, something that can make you feel like that is worth your time you know what i mean it's actually yeah. made you as a person put yourself in something else about fucking t- kids toys and you know you've grown up with it all this way and it's like you know if they'd messed up that ending 
that would have really ruined a lot of kids' childhoods, and they didn't. They actually knocked it out of the park and made me cry like a little, a little bit. Is so it's the ending that caps it off. Are you hearing this, Fraser? Are you hearing all of this emotional hey, the fact logic, that they bro. waited ten years or like nine years, near enough, before releasing three? Like we all had that same thing. We we'd all grown up. We'd all like you know we'd all stopped playing with our toys from when we were kids. We'd like started playing games or consoles or whatever. And um, I think just because of that, when you three finally came out, it really just threw you back into the world of Toy Story and reminded you of like your childhood, and it brought all of that stuff back. And I think, and I think yeah, that, that's that's a hard feeling to try and compete with, like regardless of the film mm. or the genre. When you have a film that waits 10 years and grows with you and then throws you back into your childhood, it's hard for films to do that. So, yeah, yeah, it's a special yeah. film, man. Special yeah, film prop, sure. props to, sure. to Disney for like doing that as well because like, they, they could have just churned out another movie and slapped Toy Story on it. But, yeah. yeah. And just to try and draw in more people. But they also made that film for their existing fan base as well. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. In between Rikesh's and Fraser's point, I think nostalgia will always bring you in the cinema, but a well-written story is what can justify its existence. You know, keep you talking about it just like we are now. And as you guys said, as a trilogy, the ending is is just as well, probably more important than the beginning is, and it connects you to that place and it gives you a satisfying end for the child and the adult within you. And I think that it's just that's what makes it a good film. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'll say. And we shall go. Should we do an ad break? Ad break. Yeah, we'll have a little ad, ad break. break. You've got ad break. an ad break. Have a, have a break. Have an <laughs> ad break. This Halloween. No, Buzz. No. No. The toys are back in town. What are you? What are But not like you remember. What the hell has happened to Buzz? He cut off Slinky's head! He's... He's Sid's favorite toy now. Oh, no! God save us all! From the creators of Saw, American Horror Story, and The Shining. I'm gonna send your limbs to infinity and beyond! <laughs> A toy horror story. Buzz, are you there? Hey, Woody. (gasps) You've got a friend in you. Okay, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that ad. Um, There's not... There's not too much to talk about because now we've spoken about Toy Story 4. We're basically at our end, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? No. Toy Story 5? Toy Story, no. Toy Story 5 has been announced. What? Do you want a synopsis of what has been released so far? No. Without spoil, without two spoilers. Now I'm like, there's no. Now I'm like, come on. Three was the ending. I haven't Rikesh, seen four. Watch four. And then, then you can talk about five, bro. Yeah. And let me tell you the synopsis, and you tell me if you're going to come back and watch this fucking film. Obviously, this is very um, open. There's been a lot of people who have been putting rumours in there. But 
Yes. If you dive deep into the internet and you really find what the synopsis is, and there have been little leaks from different producers and stuff, this is the unconfirmed storyline for Toy Story 5. Let's hope it pays off in like four or five years when it comes out. And this is dead on. It'd be amazing. Okay. Andy is having a baby and reunites with Bonnie to ask her for the toys back so Andy's child can have them. Bonnie Selfish returns bastard. them all, except Woody. I mean, <laughs> that is. <laughs> uh, Bonnie returns them all, except Woody, who went missing on a road trip with her parents when she was little, shortly after Andy gave her his collection. Saddened by the news, Andy returns home with the remaining toys Bonnie has given back to him. The gang take it upon themselves to find Woody and bring him home to be a part of Andy's family once more. That is the general synopsis of Bring How the hell are they going to do that? Hold on. They'll find a way. They'll find a way. I'm super excited for it. I love Toy Story. And yeah, as I said, mate, watch Toy Story 4 again, Rick, because just give it that chance. Watch it tonight. I actually do want to watch it. It was on my list for a very long time, and I thought it wasn't going to be that great. But um, all of you seem to have really enjoyed it. So, yeah. And I remember you mentioning about Bo Peep's story years ago when I think when four first came out. Mm. But um, yeah, I'll watch it tonight. I'll watch it tonight and get a, I think, get an idea for it. Yeah. To specify, like for the listeners, I think the biggest advocate of Toy Story has always been Charlie in our group. Like you've always been the person that's been the most vocal about it and very not like we're against it or or you're so you know like a fanboy, but you've always been more likely to be like every single time we speak to, to him. <clears throat> Toy Story. Yeah, it's it's Toy Story. Yeah. Want to see my Slinky. You know what? It makes me think. Slinky like, was I amazing. Slinky was Chaz, great. Chaz, do you remember on Saturdays when we used to go to Kingsmead and we used to clean up the the car oh, sale? Yeah, yeah. So I I had a Spider Man toy, right? So Spider Man was like one of my main first loves as toys, and I had a Spider Man that I bought as a little kid. I don't know. I think my uncle might have bought it for me. He had magnetic hands and feet. That was amazing. You could stick into fridges, magnets, walls, whatever. So it was like proper Spider-Man. I grew up. My uncle had a son. I gave it to his son. He used to hang uh, on my cousin, on Erhan's metal bed frame and be like, "I'm gonna. Pr- this is what protects you. I still love that toy, but I'm giving it to my little cousin. It's his time now. And he, he looked after it. In that car boot sale, keep in mind we're teenagers, I found that exact same Spider-Man in pristine condition. I rebought it for myself. It was in my shed alongside with a KFC Spider-Man toy with suction cups that I bought yeah. that came with my Happy Meal from the very first um, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. That's still mm-hmm. in my shed. But the second magnetic Spider-Man toy from that car boot sale reminiscent of my childhood is now in my Scottish home above my door, protecting my front door. When you say pristine, was it like boxed and stuff? It was, oh no, it was in air. air It was just good condition. Okay. It was just really good condition. Yeah. I think it's, I think like one or two of the magnets have fallen out. Um, One of his arms did break, but I fixed him because that's how I treat my things. And Toy Story (laughs) taught me that to look after your shit. Mm -hmm. But uh, just to kind of put that toy segment in, uh, that's still how it exists in my life. And I still have that belief like that hangs on my door just like a freaking evil eye and i'm like protect me bro and i'll protect you that's so cute but it's, it's honestly mate i think i think most people have something of a toy 
that still means something so much to them. Like, I mean, my first Woody doll, my mum knocked at the door, got someone to knock at the door, got me to answer the door. Woody sat there and I was like, oh my God, Woody. Oh my God, I've got a Woody doll. <laughs> That's amazing. I then cut the hoop off the string because my cousin Joe told me, yeah, if you cut the, the hoop off the back of the string, he just talks. You don't need to pull the string anymore. You could just talk to him. So I did. And he kind of wasn't wrong because then Woody just started talking randomly, uh, which scared the shit out of my dad because he'd come downstairs in the morning and be like, I got a snake in my boot. The fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is <But> yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all had, I mean, I had every single one of them. I had the Slinky, I had Ham, I had Jesse, I had Woody and Buzz. I, I don't think I had a boat. I had a Mr. Potato Head, didn't have a Bo Peep. Um, but I think if I was a kid and number four came out, I would have got a Bo Peep. Uh, what about you guys, actually? Did you have any toys? Like Sahan said about his, like, did you guys have any toys? The thing about toys that... the Bo Peep, like, was she actually a toy or was she like a, a porcelain kind of porcelain. statue? She was thing? porcelain. Yeah, yeah. porcelain clock statue. I think she was, no, a nightlight, weren't yep, she? A nightlight, she a nightlight. yeah. I don't know about that. It was something like my nan mm. or like a great aunt would have had, which they probably did, of like the farming mm. girls and sheep and meadows and stuff like very porcelain sort of thing and they get yeah. that porcelain in in i think it's either three or four man the graphics kicking so well four. three yeah. oh, it was in number four mm-hmm. where i'm like she mm. looks amazing she doesn't yeah. look plastic she looks porcelain yeah she's Watch not in three at all was she not in three okay it was three no, that she wasn't in. She i knew it was one of them one. yeah three she wasn't in i remember so, one of them she looked very very shiny like overly one. shiny was it yeah, one? one? Yeah, she, yeah she, they, they, the animation was still... The, so the porcelain was effect new. that they had was very shiny back then, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what, 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 you, what toys do you guys have? Yeah. What about you, Rick? Yeah, toy toy life. The toys that I still have... Oh, they're not many. Not many. No, I think, like, I don't really have any toys that I still have now. I think the one toy that I actually do have... Oh, he's uh, just oh, he's listen. Left. He's muted. He's he's left. He's muted, but he's getting he's getting a toy. So to be fair, this wasn't a toy that I got, but one of you gave to me. <laughs> it's blue. Oh, it's Iron Man. It's Iron Man. Who gave that to Iron you? Man Legends. I it's gave Fraser. that. It's a very special Fraser. Iron Man. Fraser gave it to him. Yeah, yeah. It's the same Iron Man from Marvel's Capcom, and I've still got it. Still oh, boxed up, shit. and I'm never gonna open it. Dude, Same the Iron Man. claps. Wow, Fraser does have a heart. He does have a heart. No, nah, he sold Fraser it to him. Does have a heart. <laughs> he sold for, it. for his heart. That's why he hasn't watched. That's why he hasn't watched Toy Story Four yet. I've, I think, like, I've still got a lot of old toys. I just have a lot. Of, like, I just have a shelf of, like, you know, like the big boy toys that you have, like the ones that you kind of just don't really play with because they're a bit too big. Yeah, no. does that make sense? No, like the, so like, like they were taller. Like yeah, like actual... the big, like the big ones, like ten inch toys or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. they were I, I always like the small toy that I could put like a bit, 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 bit more portable. I've still got all of them boxed in the loft at my mum and dad's, and I've got uh, the original, not original trilogy, but our trilogy, Star Wars, with Obi Wan, uh, Qui Gon, and Darth Maul, and it's really cool. They're censored, and their lightsabers turn on, and they they choreograph a fight. Okay. If you attach all three of them, I've got a Godzilla toy, a Terminator toy, an Originals Batman toy that my uncle bought me from Hawaii, 
Um, I'm surprised you haven't choked on any of the bits because they sound like they've all got little bits that you can choke on. These are really big ones, ones without any parts. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, yeah. But my dad used to always get freaked out because if you walked past the the Star Wars toys, they would activate automatically because you could turn the sensor on. And I was so deep in sleep, didn't hear it. And he'd be like, Juju! And he couldn't turn it off. So I came down in the morning, he brought all three of them down and just put pillows on them just so he could sleep. Just suffocated. He couldn't, he couldn't turn <laughs> it off. He couldn't mute it. It's the middle of the night. He's come to check on me. They've turned on and he's like, fuck's sake. <laughs> just puts a pillow over him. That's that's actually really dark. Just like, shut up. Dude, shut, I remember shut. I remember having Thomas the tank engine slippers that if you push the, the slipper, it would da, 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 da. It broke and it wouldn't, t- it wouldn't turn off. It was stuck on that he couldn't turn it off because it's within a slipper. So he took the slipper off of my foot, got a hammer, and just smashed it until it shut up and then put it back on my foot. And I was like, all right, cool. At least you took it off your foot, eh? <laughs> yeah, it was like the most broken, the most broken Cinderella moment ever. Awesome. My toes, my toes. <laughs> Your dad's yeah, got mad uh, Phoebe with the fire alarm vibes. <laughs> Just... Yeah. <laughs> but listen, I will. I told you guys a story in the nineties yeah. about the the Christmas tree ritual with all my toys. I still love toys to this day. I yeah. still get. I remember buying Ed Hunter's X Men toy in my early 20s and i bought myself one i'm like we're gonna play together i'll give it to you at the end but we're gonna play together because i just i love that feeling yeah agreed mate i'm the same uh, as soon as i have a kid i am gonna be playing toys all the time and they don't even, they could be uncognitive they could literally be baby asleep and i'll be <laughs> playing with their toys <laughs> right so let's um let's round up this podcast guys um thank you for hearing out all four and four stories and and a possible fi- uh, fifth um the final scores we might as well get there in second place because we have a tie is fraser with the one point yes and half a heart sirhan and rikesh both have three so i'm going to give you a tiebreaker question oh that i haven't planned for i'm um, just gonna I'm just going to see what your uh, memory is like, and I'm going to give you a question of something we've just spoke about. Guys, when was Toy Story 1 released? 1995. Oh, Rikesh has taken it. Oh, Rikesh got it. Rikesh got it. No. Damn it. Damn, son. I was so confident. I was so confident. I mean, I'll be honest. I think it came out in in 96 in the UK, but no, it officially aired in 95. That is what I I just told you. I think Charlie's the winner because I think he's gone so deep into this mentally and emotionally and come out the other side. But like so you're I just saying Charlie... that because you like, you lost the game and now you're second place. Yeah, no, <laughs> so you're trying to steal the win. I'm, I'm trying to share <laughs> my heart, Rikesh. Okay, I've got enough. You for have no heart, son. No, that's Fraser, Rikesh. Fraser, not me. Just because he got an Iron Man from him, he's your best friend now. I gave you the best years of my son. life, Rikesh. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you no, cut but... much out of your research or a lot of you the got Pixar lot? stuff yeah so oh, okay. I went down a massive rabbit hole of the before Toy Story 1 mm. and it was honestly mate it was it's it, they need a they need to make a film about the creation of Pixar I don't know why they haven't the, just reading about it and then watching all the videos it was like four hours I was literally just before Toy Story 
like it was it's so interesting it's incredible guys it's worth it's worth just looking up it's fantastic i think we could do a pixar one in of itself because it sounds like a rabbit hole where it's like we're talking about toy story i know it's related to pixar but we're not talking about pixar so i think you've done the right choice of kind of like the editor's room you know what kind of goes on the editing floor of well this is interesting but it's not relevant otherwise we're going to sit here for another four hours yeah like the whole steve jobs thing that's a whole other whole other thing and yeah i kind of wanted to focus on toy story because let's be honest toy story is fucking awesome and it deserves uh it deserves the time that we talk about it so yeah thank you everyone for for listening thank you guys for for taking part and being as interested in it as me and thank you for Woo! being kids with toys <laughs> and hearts for most of us yes i gave my heart to my toys okay literally <laughs> <laughs> then we gave those toys away <laughs> Yeah. Go, little ones, go. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Um, this is another Red Jackson podcast. I've been your host, Charlie. I've been your not host, Rick. I've been Fraser. And I have been Sohan. And as always, you have a friend in all of us. His name is. <laughs> In all of us, whoever's Name listening, is you Red have a Jackson. friend. In all of us, Get your Red, Red Jackson. Jackson that's Red Jackson. Of all the amount of people that have come to me, oh my god, I like your potty, man. I enjoy Red Jackson. I'm like, <laughs> I no, wish we could. Red um, Jackson's a real person. I wish we could fade yeah. out to um to you've got a friend in me now. Ah, uh, let's do a a, a a wish version. You got a buddy, yeah. <laughs> 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 Royalty-free version, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I got a buddy. <laughs>